just stop and wonder why do I exist what's it all about is we're running around going to the grocery store and going to work and stuck in rush hour traffic and doing whatever repetitive tasks we do or some seemingly pointless thing we have to do it seems like such a distraction when you stop and consider what a true miracle it is that we're actually alive Time is basically infinite and there's so many living beings and so many beings that have come and gone before us and this is our time right now. It's a blip in the infinite universe. I'm sure you've stopped and thought about this stuff before but I'm somewhat obsessed with it. To me it's just crazy. The whole existence and why and all these questions I was raised Catholic so I'm prone to believe that there's a purpose and a God and a reason the story I'm about to tell is one of the reasons I believe I have a purpose on this planet what's your purpose we all influence each other one way or another good or bad and this Christmas I watched It's a Wonderful Life, of course. That movie, if you haven't seen it, it's a classic and you should take a chance to see it. It's an amazing work of art. And people can laugh it off, but it's a very profound movie with some really deep thoughts. Basically, why do we exist? And it has a positive outlook. Think about what the world would be like if, if you weren't there. And then try to remember it's a miracle that you are here. And what kind of good can we do? This is my story of when I almost drowned. And the reason I believe in miracles. When I was in 10th grade and 16 years old, my mom got an inheritance. And being the nice lady she is, she decided to use the inheritance to take us on a vacation. So we had a family meeting and we decided where we would want to go. And of course we all chose Hawaii. Hawaii was the magic place I always dreamt of going to. And plus I had been looking at surf magazines for like two or three years. And I had a surf poster on my wall. And I just constantly dreamt of Hawaii as a magical place. And when we got there... It was a magical place. I remember the first morning after we got there, we chose to go straight to the beach. And when we pulled up to the beach, the waves were huge. I was so drawn to all the blues and the greens and the white frothy foam. It just looked like magic. And I saw a bunch of guys surfing. So of course me and my brother couldn't wait to get into the waves. 
And we got up early and we got there and we felt great. But when we pulled up to the beach, the waves were a little bit too big. And it was looking a bit rough. But of course, we couldn't wait to get out of the car and go swimming. But my mom saw the waves and she thought wisely, maybe it wasn't such a great idea for two boys from the Midwest to go swimming in these giant monster waves. I remember her asking us if we thought it was a good idea, but since we were 16 and 19 and not that smart, we of course said, oh yeah, it'll be fine, don't worry mom. So we hurried up and got out of the car and waved goodbye to my mom and dad, and they went shopping for a couple hours. My brother was on the high school swim team for the last three years, so he was really good at swimming, and he he knew what he was doing. But I didn't have any of that. I just learned how to swim by by uh, swimming in the pond in front of my house, which of course is now I know a totally different story than swimming in the Pacific Ocean. But I grew up in a in a lake where there was no waves at all, and like I said, I guess it was a terrible idea to go swimming in giant 15-foot waves. The waves that day, like I say, were huge. They were about 15-footers, and they would the kind of waves that would just kind of gather up quickly and come crashing down. But since my brother knew how to swim so well, he went under the waves and swam way out past where they would break, and he was in a nice, tranquil, safe zone. But I didn't have the skills to keep up with him, so he just kind of left me in the dust. I started wading out to my knees and tried to swim past where the waves were breaking, but every time I tried to get there, I got pummeled and tossed around like a rag doll. After the first couple times that I got tossed and my head slammed against the sand, I just kind of stood knee-deep in the water and was looking around. And then things got kind of dark because I noticed that nobody else was swimming in the entire bay except for me and my brother and a Hawaiian kid. But he was also swimming out way past the breaking point of the waves. He had a big smile on his face. I could tell he knew what he was doing. I started to notice that the undertow was incredibly powerful. As I stood in the knee-deep water, a giant wave came and tumbled me out and pulled me into the next wave. It got me tossed around under the foam for at least 20 seconds. My head slammed against the sand. I had my eyes closed, stinging with salt water, and I was trying to hold my breath, but I started to panic, since I didn't know which way was up, and I couldn't seem to get above the water, and the wave had caught me by surprise. I flailed around for about 20 seconds, and when I finally got my mouth above the surface, just long enough to catch a half a breath, before the undertow dragged me back into the next giant wave and slammed my head, It tossed me around for about 15 to 20 more seconds. My heart was racing, using up all my oxygen. I started panicking even more. I got pummeled with my head on the sand more and more and tossed all over the place. The panic started to set in. I was running out of breath and panicking from the struggle. And I barely caught another half a breath. By the time the third wave caught me and crashed me around and slammed me on the sand again for at least another 20 to 30 seconds. And then I caught another half a breath. At this point, I was desperately running out of oxygen. I remember coming out after that third wave and getting a full breath and trying to yell help. I remember the Hawaiian kid who looked at me and didn't realize that I was drowning. 
I was so embarrassed to yell out because I was 16. But I did try to yell, help, help. I started waving my hand, but nobody was paying attention. The next thing I knew, I got slammed by another 15-foot wave, which tossed me again into the sand and threw me all over the place. After this one caught me, I got another half a breath and got caught by yet another fifth or sixth wave started tossing me around. At this point, I was completely out of breath and was drowning. I couldn't take even one more wave. That's it. I was out of oxygen. I was sure I was going to die. While I was underwater getting tossed around, I started to pray the most desperate prayer I've ever prayed. I was sure I was going to die, and I begged God to save me. And I can't really explain what happened next. But all I know is I felt miraculously taken out of the whirlpool. And I was placed into a position of the water where it was just below my knees and I could just barely pull myself away from the undertow. I crawled out onto the sand and collapsed on the ground face down. And I grasped the sand and hugged the ground as if it were God himself. I laid down in complete exhaustion and confusion as I just couldn't figure out how I got pulled out of that undertow. I probably clawed the sand in panicky relief for at least 20 minutes without moving. All this time, the Hawaiian kid and my brother were completely clueless that anything had happened. And I don't really remember what happened after I clawed the sand. Since I was 16 and too shy and embarrassed, I didn't tell anybody what happened. And I'm pretty sure I never did tell anybody. What I do remember is that at some point my mom and dad pulled up with the car and picked us up into the rental. While we were pulling away, we noticed a group of people looking for something. They all stood over a bridge and were looking down at the estuary. I remember my mom saying, Hey, look, what's going on? Look at all those people. They're looking for something in the water. I wonder what they're looking for. It turned out that some poor soul drowned at the same time in the same water where I almost drowned and the crowd that was there was looking for his body. As I was writing this I tried to research the internet to see who the poor person was that drowned and didn't get saved like I did but I wasn't able to find out who it was. I did see that a lot of people die from drowning in Kauai and they're mostly non-Hawaiians like me. I was almost another statistic. But I always felt that I was saved by God. When we go to a funeral, we see all these people coming together and having all these happy memories. I guess it's a kind of a shame that we, we don't get together and celebrate people like that while they're alive. Maybe we should start doing that more at birthday parties. Maybe we should have a little session where we tell people the good things about them. Prop them up a little bit. I'm glad you're listening to this. I'm glad you're alive. Let's try to be positive and, and spread happiness to each other. This is our life. Let's live it to our fullest. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have an awesome week.